What is going on, my fellow geeks? Three movies with elves and a guy with a white beard. Not a lot of people accept it as canon. 2022 will be the year of Star Wars. Well, I have more than just one piece of geek news. I have been Isaac Hunter. Which is like high culture, but better. Hello, fellow geeks, and welcome back to Raven Geeks, the weekly pop culture podcast where we talk about all things geeky and geek culture, which is like high culture, but better. My name is Hope Goodearl, host of the Raven Geeks podcast, along with my co-host who will introduce himself in a minute with our question of the week. If you're just joining us for the first time and you like this episode, you can check out our other episodes at cm-life.com and any other place you listen to podcasts like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or YouTube. Just search Central Michigan Life Podcasts Raving Geeks. Um, so this is going to be our final episode of this season, this semester, uh, and with coming up to uh, our semester break, um, and of course Christmas, we wanted to do a Christmas-themed episode, um, and specifically talk about the tradition movies like the Santa Claus, um, and other like holiday or Christmas uh, traditional movies that you watch around the time. Um, but first, Carter, uh, my question for you this week is, what is your favorite Christmas carol? Oh, my favorite Christmas carol? Probably, well, in singing terms, it's Silent, uh, Silent Night, but I love Carol of the Bells too. Um, just all the remixes that they put on Carol of the Bells is great. Yeah. I can't remember if it's Mannheim Steamroller or um, Trans-Siberian Orchestra that has my favorite version of Carol of the Bells. Hmm. But that, that one is a good one. Um, my favorite Christmas Carol, some people are probably going to groan, um, including my dad, but uh, it has to be I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas. Uh-huh. It's just fun and kooky and I don't know, like it's it's one of those that I don't think there was one Christmas season that like I hadn't heard on the radio or anything and it finally happened like two days before Christmas and I was like, yep, it's Christmas. That's how I know. Um, but yeah, so we would love to know what y'all's uh, favorite Christmas carols are or music for this time of year. Uh, so you can comment uh, wherever you're listening from. But so as always, we like to uh, start off our show with some geek news. So Carter, what have you got for us? Uh, I don't have as much as usual, but some pretty big news has been happening. Uh, Dune Part 2 just wrapped filming, which is pretty exciting. So it'll deliver on its uh, November uh, on its November premiere date. Uh, Jackie Chan confirmed that he's in talks to start Rush Hour 4, which I thought is fun. I've never actually seen the Rush Hour movies, but I hear they're really, really good comedies. So uh, I'm definitely going to watch the first three to prepare for that. And my big, big news of the uh, week is that Mike Flanagan actually left Netflix uh, recently and joined a 10-year partnership with Amazon Prime and they're going to be adapting Stephen King's The Dark Tower which is his fantasy horror series and it's going to run for at least five seasons so while I am sad that Netflix continues to mismanage their products and directors and everybody they choose to work with that's a whole nother rant for another day I'm glad man Mike Flanagan's still getting projects out there and uh, he, he's going to go work for Amazon Prime for about 10 years so I mean, I have both streaming services, so it works out for me either way. Uh, Hope, what about you? Um, so I've got a little bit of news. So first off, in the almost a year countdown until the first part of the Wicked movies come out, because um, that is next year in December around Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, we have new casting updates that I'm really uh, excited about. So we have Marissa Bode, who is going to make her feature film debut as Nessa Rose, Alphaba's sister. Um, she, this actress does use a wheelchair, which I think is amazing that they found an actual person who uses a wheelchair to represent Nessa Rose 
um, mm -hmm. who does use a wheelchair as well, instead of using an able-bodied person who doesn't use a wheelchair and just gets to pretend like they do. I think it's great representation. Um, so we also have Bowen Yang um, and Browen James also join as Fanny and Shen Shen, classmates of Alphaba and Glinda and Nessa Rose at Shiz University. Uh, Kayla Settle is coming in as Miss Cottle, Aaron Toe as Everick, and Colin Michael Carmichael as Professor Nikodic. Um, and so previously announced, just to remind everyone, is Ariana Grande um, and Cynthia Air Evo as Glinda and Alphaba. But of course, we also need to know who our Fiero is going to be. Uh, and so Bridgerton actor Jonathan Bailey is coming in to play Fiero, the love interest of both mm -hmm. Glinda and Alphaba. Um, and Everything Everywhere All at Once star Michelle Yeoh uh, will be playing the role of Madame Morrible. And then Broadway actor Ethan Slater, known best for SpongeBob SquarePants the musical, will be uh, portraying Bach, um, who is an interesting character all on his own. Uh, and then officially, because this was just rumors before, Jeff Goldblum has been cast officially as the wizard, uh, mm -hmm. which means that the wizard is gonna be awesome and we're gonna try not to hate the wizard, even though we do hate the wizard. There's complications with that, but you know. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and then I just realized I was wrong in really looking at my notes. We're not on a year countdown. I apologize to everyone to get their hopes up. It's apparently Christmas 2024. I forgot that it got pushed back a year um, since they split it into two parts. Mm -hmm. um, so then we've also got, don't go away. Uh, we've got news for the boys season four. Huey's mom has been cast um, as Rosemary DeWitt, I believe as Huey's mom. So I think that's gonna be really interesting considering Huey's dad didn't really do much in season one. Mm -hmm. um but yeah Ginny and Georgia season two is going to premiere on January 5th on Netflix also on Netflix in um next year is March 16th Shadow and Bone season two we just got the teaser trailer for that as well as some promotional pictures um just further confirming things that I have been guessing on what the plot is going to be uh also on netflix taylor kitsch is going to lead a netflix western from peter berg and eric newman um it's called american primeval primeval uh which is a raw adventurous exploration of the birth of the american west the violent collisions of cultures religions and communities as men and women fight and die for control of this new world for a land they truly believe is their destiny. So that's gonna be super interesting. I'm looking forward to that one. Mm -hmm. And then oh, we got news on the new Mean Girls movie that is coming out. Uh, we have Angry Rice from Mayor of Easttown is going to star as Katie Heron who was originally played by Lindsay Lohan. Um, Moana star Aluli Cravalho uh, is going to be playing Janice. Um, Renee Rath is reprising her Broadway role of Regina George, uh, originally by, um, yeah, Rachel McAdams. I was about to say Amy Adams, and I was like, that's not right. <laughs> And then we've got breakout Broadway star Jaquel Spivy as 2K gay to function Damien. Um, so I find that super fun. Um, and then in other news, Reese Witherspoon is set to reprise her role 
as the ambitious go-getter Tracy Flick in the sequel to the Oscar-nominated political comedy Election. And this uh, the sequel is titled Tracy Flick Can't Win. Um, and then I have a couple more things. So the new Netflix series Kaleidoscope, that bunch of trailers have been dropping for that one mm-hmm. um, from all the stars in it. Netflix says that you can watch the episodes in any order and it affects how you view the story and they actually suggest that you watch it in any order that you want to create some dialogue around it Hmm. which I find that super interesting um and then let's see here one more bit of news before I want to send um a congratulations out actually two more pieces of news one i'm not too happy about both i'm not happy about but one i could go into a great amount of details to why i'm not happy um but dc warner brothers flash has been moved up a week as to when it is being released because warner brothers thinks it's still a great idea to cast ezra miller in anything and have his movie come out um yeah so june 16th instead of june 23rd is when flash is coming out yeah that one's not a warner brothers just needs to get their crap together um because they're not going to make any money on that movie but in drum corps international news i am sad to report that santa clara vanguard from uh world class and then legends and shadow from open class have all stated that they will not be part of the 2023 tour um mostly due to budgeting things pandemic hit drum corps really hard mm-hmm. um and honestly i santa clara vanguard is like one of my favorites in world class legends is from michigan over on the west side of the state um and they're not running and so well, they're one of my favorites for open class so it's going to be really interesting not having those two there especially santa clara vanguard um but i wish them all the best of luck as well as all of the performers hoping to audition for those groups um but then my final well wishes are to right now just four of our members of the chippewa football team that declared for the nfl draft we have Dante Kent, Carlos Carrier, Joel Wilson, and Lou Nichols. Um, I wish you guys all the best of luck for the NFL draft. I do hope that you are like Gedeke and Fireman last year uh, who did get drafted. Um, or even, you know, Khalil Pimpleton is making his mark on the New York Giants right now. And, and we've got other uh previous cmu football members that are making their mark on nfl history so i wish them all the best of luck Mm -hmm. Woo, that was a lot i apologize but you know we got a little bit pent up there for being a little bit delayed um but yeah so our geek topic this week if you're watching on youtube you can see our backgrounds are christmas themed um as i stated with our question of the week um as well as a little bit of preview beforehand that we wanted to talk Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, we were going to talk about the new um, TV series, The Santa Clauses, which is a continuation from the Santa Claus movies starring Tim Allen. And the finals got in the way. So uh, I was able to watch a couple, and I'm going to have Carter ask me questions on what he thinks the um the show is about sorry lost words finals writing papers we'll do that to you (laughs) so carter what questions do you have from the previous three movies that you hoped are addressed in the santa clauses uh well i have very limited knowledge about the first three movies uh, i watched them growing up as a kid but didn't really care for them so i didn't really install them in my memory log um but 
from what I remember, it ended off with Jack Frost kind of going off on his own thing. Like how how long does it pick off from? Um, so the third movie, um, Mr. and Mrs. Claus, their son, Buddy, um, who in the show is called Cal, um, because he is Buddy Calvin. I can't remember what. I think it's Buddy Calvin Claus, I think. I feel like I'm missing a name. Um, but he's called Cal. And the joke is because do you know how many elves are named Buddy? Yeah. Um, and they, uh, yeah, so Buddy is about, I don't think, fully a year old um, at the end of the third movie. Because for the most part, she was pregnant with him during the entire third movie um but then he's now i want to say 16 and then his sister uh who they just introduced this year is 14 maybe so it's been about 16 15 16 years mm-hmm. um scott has been tim allen right here has been um santa claus now for about 30 years is what they uh, keep telling. So, yeah, you got a little okay. bit of a time gap, but what other uh, questions what, have you got? What what's like the main story? Like, what's the big premise? <laughs> so, as I said, um, Scott Calvin has been Santa Claus for about thirty years now, and there are some issues that are coming with being Santa for thirty years. He still loves being Santa, but. He, as our world changes, um, like with the access to a lot of um, same day delivery stuff and everything, like it's really hard to keep the Christmas spirit going, which leads into the Santa Claus magic. Um, and because Scott Calvin is growing older, um, he, even though, you know, Santa looks the same all the time, um, his magic is also dwindling dwindling slightly so they are instead of doing you know go until someone scares him off a roof and he dies like they did in the first movie which is how scott calvin becomes santa claus um there is a new clause in the santa claus clauses that says that a santa claus can retire can choose to retire um, as long as he finds a successor to take his spot so uh, he chooses his successor it I will say the trailers are a bit misleading because it shows a female being the one to cause all the chaos it is not her she is the Italian Christmas witch um, or like the lore of the Christmas witch from Italy I do not remember her name but she is amazing. Um, and she's basically like Santa. She's just a witch instead because, you know, Santa gives coal to all the kids that were bad and um, all the toys and goodies to the kids that were good. And that's what she does too. Um, but she makes the joke that back in her day, uh, it was actually better to be a naughty kid because coal was so expensive and you needed coal to heat your houses. So the kids who got coal benefited more than the kids who got toys because hey here's some free coal we can use to heat our house um but yeah so about the third or fourth episode in um Peyton Manning if you're a fan of him I am not uh but it was kind of comical how Santa interacted with Peyton Manning to be uh as in an interview for Santa Claus um but yeah, there's, he finds someone who he thinks is good and he leaves to go back to Chicago and his family starts a normal life, um, as normal as you can be for living in the North Pole for your entire life. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, we get Charlie back from one episode where Scott tries to go and be like, hey, Charlie, you should take over being Santa. And Charlie's like, uh, I've met my half-siblings 
and North Pole was not a great place to raise children, Dad. So no, thank you. <laughs> He's like, I would, but no, we're not, I'm not raising my two sons there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it's a we're getting to the point of like uh, where I left off was the big mystery of who's coming, who's the him that has to go get help to save the North Pole from the supposed replacement to save the Christmas spirit. Okay. Is everybody turning like good performances? Like nobody's phoning it in? Yeah. Uh, for the most part, uh, Buddy is, Cal is an interesting character, but also having only ever dealt with elves and his sister, um, he has not quite the same social skills as a normal teenager would. Um, but he still has, when they get to the normal world and they go back to the school that uh carol was principal at he finds a girl that he thinks is beautiful and is the typical um like teenage boy who has a crush and he's never had a crush before uh but it's adorable and it's not quite secondhand embarrassment there's a little bit but um for the most part it's more adorable than anything um and then honestly, I love Sandra, who's the sister, and the fact that she always has so many animals. So you know the trope of like an assassin just continuously pulling out weapons and you're like, where the heck was this on your body? Mm-hmm. That yeah. is her with small animals. Like okay. all of a sudden she has a bunny and a turtle. And then Scott just goes, I don't even want to know if there are any more animals in your coat. And you're like, where did you even put these things? yeah okay um, yeah is it a good looking show is like the production is the budget there you know like for example like there are some scenes in enchanted Two that look ah that's, that's green screen you know does it like <laughs> look good yeah it still looks good um they definitely kept up the sets from the original movies mm-hmm. which i think is great um they added a little bit more to give you more of like what the living space looks like Mm -hmm. um for the claus family in the north pole um like there's a little bit more of the behind the scenes versus the workshop um that we saw in the other movies um so like like i said the living quarters the um head elf um office area um into the like scenery that is the North Pole, the, I can't remember what the woods is called, but there's a magical wood that is living and changes its location. Um, And let's see. I mean, oh, they're, they're still back at the normal school. The one thing I will say is there was a couple scenes where they jumped time a bit and it was a little confusing because it went from oh, it's cold, to, oh, look, it's summer, it's Memorial Day, back to, oh, look, it's Christmas time. And we're like, wait, you did not put anything in there that said, hey, we're jumping time. Like, okay. it was just there. Um, but yeah, it's still, I mean, the one, the other thing is they are never consistent with how Santa Claus looks, mm-hmm. um, but that's been all of the movies And I think also just, like, who's in charge of costuming and makeup design. Um, Mm -hmm. Because, you know, Tim Allen does not actually look, does not have the white hair and white beard that we get to see. Mm -hmm. Um, But they do do a good job of making it similar, at least, but also making it be like, hey, no, there's been time passage, so not everything is going to be exact. Okay um are there any character changes does anybody have a major change in a character arc at all um so far, so far no uh we it was already like exposed um that bernard was coming back the head elf from the first two movies um but they are supposed to explain like why he disappeared and they also don't try to cover up the fact that the actor has also aged mm. um because bernard is supposed to be 
quite a few thousand years old at this point um because i think he was just under a thousand or something in the first movie mm-hmm. so um yeah so far it's been it's been pretty consistent which is really nice especially for a movie that has time jumped mm-hmm. um because like i know other franchises like with harry potter um you know the cursed child nobody in the fandom accepts it as canon or anything to do with you know harry potter um even though jk rowling is like no this is harry potter this is what happens we're all like no it's not are you kidding me like some of these things are plausible but that thing would not happen and that thing but santa claus is very much like yes this is how it would work this is keeping up with everything so yeah it's been good are you excited to continue the tv series yes like it leaves off like on a good note each episode to keep you invested yeah so the last episode like that i finished uh was the uh cliffhanger of who is this mysterious gloved hand that is on scott calvin's shoulder um i have a theory as to who takes over the role of santa claus Mm -hmm. which so right now they have um oh my gosh i can't remember his name (sighs) it's but it's um oh cal penn is uh acting as the current santa claus and i like that they made it a biopic character um to show that it can be anyone but also it's not what you think and so the way that i think that they're gonna go is going to change some roles as we see them like gender roles which i think will be interesting Mm -hmm. if i'm correct um but yeah it's i'm excited to see where it goes um right now also elves are actually disappearing like you have no idea where they're going what's happening to them um but that's also part of the christmas magic you know as it's running out and going away um you're like uh so the elves are connected to the magic which makes sense and but where are they going will they come back um yeah so the north pole is at stake not just um you know christmas itself it's Mm -hmm. the whole north pole which i find really cool that they made the north pole um essentially its own character too Mm -hmm. that is just as important as the elves as santa claus as um yeah and i also like that they brought in the fact that uh mrs claus is virtually the same in every representation you see of her Mm-hmm. um so like if you get a cookie jar and it has mrs claus on it it's gonna be the little old lady with the little round glasses and you know, little white bun and you know kind of that old homey looking old lady um and they kind of bring in the question of like okay but why why can't mrs claus be her own person why doesn't she have a first name um you know and i find that super interesting because they did make the whole second movie about the fact that Santa Claus, in order to stay Santa Claus, needs a Mrs. Claus. That's the Mrs. Claus that is Mrs. Claus. Um, it's part of it's one of the clauses of being Santa. Um, they didn't fully explain it, but I think that's also going to go into it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think they're they're definitely answering questions um because that was part of the reason this show was made tim allen said he was like i have questions from doing these like how does that work um that doesn't make sense right now and so the whole point of the show was to answer the questions okay um and so things like you know how does santa change and you know so they're addressing that how does santa change well besides Sam dying on Christmas and someone else putting on the coat, you've also got, you know, the retirement clause or, 
Um, and then, yeah. So, I think it's really cool how they've been doing things so far. And I'm super excited for the rest of the season. Yeah. So, I do say, for me, that the Santa Claus uh, movies, as well as this show, um, are a big part of my Christmas tradition. Um, but Carter, what else is part of the Christmas tradition? How do you keep the Christmas spirit alive and the Christmas magic alive um, for you in your life? Uh, in my life, um, well, me and my parents and my brother always love to put up a Christmas tree. We always love putting Christmas decorations on the Christmas tree, uh, tree while watching Christmas movies such as uh, Christmas Vacation and uh, Christmas Story. I mean, we loved watching movies around the holidays. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them was a huge Christmas movie for us. We, I think we saw it in November when it came out around Christmas, so it just became a Christmas tradition for us at that point. Um, we always loved going to the Christmas Eve service at our church that we used to go to. Um, loved making snowball, uh, snow forts and snowball fights. And uh, my mom actually used to take me and my brother to uh, an elementary school where they had this giant hill. Um, it was so big. It it was like as tall. Um, I don't, I don't even know how tall it is, but it was, it was such a big hill and it would take you like a minute to go down and on a sled. It was the most fun thing that she would bring uh, us to during the winter time. And um, she always make hot cocoa for us after me and Reese, uh, my brother would plow the driveway for my dad and my mom when they didn't feel like doing it. And we do it to get like hot chocolate. And um, there's a lot of Christmas memories that go into just remembering and and this year it's been a little bit weird since this is like the first time I've done the holidays kind of away from home so I actually went out and bought like uh, I don't know if it'll show up but I got like a little Christmas tree um it's not gonna show oh well it kind of shows up but I got like a little <laughs> Super Mario Christmas tree for my room because I miss the uh I miss having Christmas decorations up so I went and bought that off of GameStop and put that up in my room. Uh, what about you, Hope? Um, so we just started this kind of last year and I don't know how often it'll continue. Um, but because my nieces are getting a little bit older but they're still kids, um, we went to the Christmas lights or the light night lights thing mm -hmm. at the Detroit Zoo. Um, and honestly, that was a lot of fun. And that was the first time we actually saw the beaver in the beaver exhibit at the Detroit yeah. Zoo because they're yeah. nocturnal and it's at night. And so we were like, holy, this thing was huge. <laughs> and, and like everybody was crowded around and we're all taking pictures of him because usually you just see up on the monitor, like the little video of them in their indoor habitat thing, um, just sleeping and stuff um but yeah that was a lot of fun to be able to see him um but like we also went to the zoo uh as just like a zoo trip beforehand as well um and fun fact if you go to the zoo in the winter animals are more likely to be active um unless they're ones that have to be specifically indoors like the rhinos um because rhinos and giraffes because it's so cold out or you know just cold in general they're trying to stay active um so it's a lot of fun and um we're going again this year at some point um but a lot of times my family and I will also go drive around um usually on Christmas Eve and look at all the lights that people have put up um, so we'll drive into different neighborhoods and just like drive around and look. Um, we also go to the Christmas Eve service, which this year is a little bit different um, because usually our Christmas Eve services were six o'clock and eight o'clock or like six and nine at one point. Um, mm -hmm. But this year we're doing it at four o'clock and six o'clock. Um, so like the kids service is at four and it's going to be a lot more kid oriented 
Um, and then the traditional Christmas Eve service is at six, which is really nice as a person who does not finish wrapping things until like <laughs> four o'clock in the morning on Christmas. Um, and I'm the first person to get up on Christmas. So, you know, that's always a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And then also Christmas movies like The Grinch is always a fan favorite. Um, <laughs> we have to be careful which Grinch we show, though, because my nieces are eight and four. We can't show the Jim Carrey version. Yeah, I never really liked um, Birthplace. I much prefer the cartoon version, not the Illumination one, but the old nineteen one. The old one voiced by Boris Karloff. I, that one's always See, been my favorite. I liked the new one because it was kind of kooky and fun, and um, I don't know, gave more interaction with the Who's, mm-hmm. and so like you could see his annoyance with mm-hmm. how they acted and everything. Um, which fun fact, someone on tiktok said that the grinch more resembles the who's from horton here's a who Mm -hmm. than he does in uh how the grinch stole christmas so he's supposed to be on a different pollen like particle yeah i guess that makes sense yeah um which i found really interesting which i think is kind of funny yeah yeah um but also that brings it to, you know, how do who's get onto the proper pollen particle? But that's, you know, another, someone needs to make a video of that because, you know, we can't get that from Dr. Seuss. So we need like someone to create a story and I'm not going to do it because I have too many other writing things that I have going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, how do who's get to who, their specific whovilles and do the whovilles know about the other whovilles and, you know. Mm-hmm. um yeah but uh but uh, I, do, I have a couple more memories yeah. i mean there i just thought of this there was this one great memory um it was back in like when the Wii just came out and i think it was like 2009 2010 and you know i was always the first person to get up for christmas i'd be getting up at like 3 a.m and um my dad and my mom used to put stockings at the end of our beds so they filmed like with candy canes and this one year I got this super cute plush Snoopy like you push on his feet and he'd dance around for you um and that Christmas was really special because um we had a basement in our old house and we de- we totally decked it out with like video game systems and stuff as the years went by but like um we had just moved into that that house around that time when my dad got that um when he did this and he had a ribbon going all the way going down the staircase and leading into the basement staircase and uh to the ribbon was the Wii that he bought for me and my brother with Mario Galaxy and Lego Star Wars the complete saga with it and uh it was during uh Christmas break where my dad took a couple days off work just to play those games with us and I I love that memory so much it's like one of the, the definitive Christmas memories that I hold and um you know Christmas has always been like it's a weird holiday for me now that I'm away from family but um my mom actually passed away a couple weeks after Christmas so we December and January is sort of hard for us for me and my family because that holiday will always be tied to my mom's death and um during that Christmas when she passed away of that Christmas in 2020, like we tried everything that make her the most comfortable as she could be. And, you know, we, we, we did a really good job. I think I have to give my dad the pat on the back for that Christmas because he really did try everything and make the most of it. And me and my brother just went, like, there were some really good memories tied to that too. Like I went all out for my brother. I spent like $500 on him for like Christmas gifts because I knew, I knew what was coming for our family, like my mom passing away. And so I wanted to make Reese's Christmas super special. And my dad got like a Galaga arcade machine for his birthday because her birthday's January 3rd. And that was like his part Christmas, part birthday gift. And that was super cool because in his youth, he was always like a master at Galaga. And my brother got uh, a centipede arcade machine. And like, we just went all out for each other. But 
you know, I always love Christmas, but like sometimes this holiday makes you just miss my family sometimes. And I can't wait. Uh, as soon as this episode comes out, I mean, I'll be on vacation with my family in Mexico and Cancun. So that's going to be real fun. But I, you know, I always love this holiday and um, I always try my best to get like gifts for everybody around my, like around in my circle of people because I think that nobody should go with Christmas without love or presence or just being acknowledged and I always make sure this that I acknowledge everyone in my life that I love and care for them on this holiday I just think it's like one of those times where if you don't get to do it during the year you can at least do it now because Christmas is about spending time with the ones that you love and like of course the presents are great I'm not going to lie and say I don't enjoy getting presents, but it's mostly about the friends and family that you spend it with. And I, I deeply enjoy this holiday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess that kind of leads on to uh, my next question then, which kind of ties back to Santa Claus um, series, both movies and TV show. But what, so a lot of people think that Christmas spirit is, you know, outdoing each other for the best Christmas present um but I think there's more to it I mean that can be part of it um I don't think that's the whole point um but so what exactly and you touched on this a little bit but what exactly is the Christmas spirit I mean what does it mean to be in the Christmas spirit there are there are two I have two answers for this question um the physical embodiment of the Christmas spirit was um during around this time my dad would go around like I don't even I still don't even know what kind of essence it was but he'd go around spraying this like Christmas tree spray and my dad whenever he sprayed it like when me and my brother were like on Christmas vacation we spent like 12 hours in the basement like we'd come upstairs for this time first time for the night and he'd spray this stuff and he's like oh the Christmas spirit is near you guys and Christmas is coming in and get me and my brother oh so excited I still don't know what that essence is but that whenever I smell that smell it just like it hits me and I'm like that's when Christmas time is here um but as for like the metaphorical version um I think the Christmas spirit is just you know being a happy person and being thankful for everything you have in your life all the opportunities that are given to you and all the people that are the people that surround you and the people that you give out love to and they give you love back. I think that is the Christmas spirit. Yeah. I think you touched on it a little bit um, with your metaphorical answer. Because um, I always get the question from people outside of Christianity, what does Santa have to do with Christ? Um, you know, with the baby being born. Okay, well, technically, Jesus would have been born in like a March time instead of december because it was during a census mm-hmm. um but traditional people white people way of moving everything around and kind of distorting it a little bit you know let's put it in december but um and i know that there are also pagan aspects to it of like things that we took from um pagan celebrating of I think it's Yule instead of Christmas um but things like you know decorating the Christmas tree um was to ward off evil spirits and stuff um but I I like now that it's it's more about like the decorating the tree for some people is specifically aesthetically pleasing which everybody each to their own I'm not saying it's a bad thing um, but for like my family, all of the ornaments are significant to someone or something. Um, so we've got things that are pictures of me and my sisters from when we were little from like school pictures, but like, you know, we made these things in school and now it's there. Um, I have my ornaments of usually like dogs, uh, Stitch, Harry Potter, um, I got my trumpets going um, and then my family has other musical instruments because we are a very musical family. Um, But then going back to like thinking about the religion, it's also part of like that staying humble 
and giving to others like you were saying and I think a big part of that is like for me I mean I do try and find like the perfect gift I don't try and go and spend a ton of money to outdo someone um but like the past couple of years uh there was one year that I had written a poem and then just posted it to Facebook and my aunt actually printed it out and like framed it for everybody um because it was about my family and stuff and then another year like I made a plate um that was you know because we've lost people in my family too and so it's hey like yeah they're gone but you know they're still here in spirit um because like and I know there's other holidays to touch on this more but I really think with Christmas especially when you're around family whether it's your found family or um, your biological family it's about spreading that love and so the people that aren't, aren't with you whether physically because they live in a different state um, or physically because they've passed on they're still there because that love is so strong mm-hmm. if any of that made sense whatsoever <laughs> kind of rambled a bit but yeah so I definitely think the Christmas spirit is about love um and like being with people um, yeah. and I think it's more than Thanksgiving like I know we talked about it in Thanksgiving like being with people especially the ones that you love but I think Christmas holds a different type of love like it's the appreciation of each other and being able to be with each other versus being thankful you have these people in your life mm-hmm. so excuse me well so that is unless you have anything else you want to add Cardi. Oh, no, I'm good. okay uh that is all that we have for our last episode of this season of raving geeks but before we go we would like to give you some final recommendations uh to make it through our christmas break with family um not having school if you are finishing finals um if you're lucky enough to have days off from work um you know to get you through those days of not having anything to do and just sitting on the couch being a couch potato um so carter what recommendations do you have for us uh this movie actually involves getting off the couch um Please go see David Harbour's Violent Night. It's such a fun Christmas movie, and I really do consider it a new Christmas classic. It's literally Home Alone and Die Hard mashed together with Santa Claus. But for all the people who don't want to go to the theaters for Christmas, um, watch the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. It's so fun. That's what's actually behind me right now. It's such a great holiday special, and there's a really big Marvel revelation that happens that makes sense to like the Christmas theme, but it also makes sense to the plot. And it was so obvious in the uh, in Guardians volume two, and I just never acknowledged it. Um, and then, you know, revisit all the Christmas classics like Christmas Story, uh, Christmas Vacation, Home Alone, visit them all and grab your loved ones together and just enjoy the season. Okay. Um, well, I say if we finally get snow, um which you know they keep predicting that we're gonna get it at least it hasn't hit me fully yet and no buy um mm. but <laughs> i'd say go out and i know if you're in the metro detroit area kensington park um metro park you can go you take bird seed and stand on some of the trails with the bird seed in your hand birds will actually come down land on your hand and take bird seed which is super fun and cool. Um, it's kind of a weird feeling, feeling like they're little feet on your fingers because you're like, wait, that's what it feels like. Um, but yeah, it's really fun to do that. Uh, make f- Christmas forts, make snowmen, have snowball fights, go sledding, skiing, uh, snowboarding, whatever you do in uh, winter with the snow. Um, or if you're like Carter, you know, go find someplace warm that has a beach and lay out <laughs> in the warm sun. Yeah. Um, but as far as like just binging things, 
I highly recommend the Santa Clauses, all three of the movies, the TV show. Um, I my one non Christmas thing is the TV show Rizzoli and Isles, um, which I don't know if it's still on Hulu or not, but I know it's on HBO Max. Um, I'm sure you can find it on Amazon Prime. You might need to either rent or buy it there, but um, and then. The movie that the uh, previous hosts and I dubbed the Harry Potter Christmas special, uh, Die Hard, the first Die Hard movie, because he is running around a tower being chased by Severus Snape um, at Christmas. And while, um, oh my gosh, what's his name? Yeah, the guy who plays Die Hard. Um, <laughs> oh, Bruce Willis. Thank you, Bruce Willis. He says it's just a diehard movie. It's not a Christmas movie. Um, it's the Harry Potter Christmas special. It's, you know, it's great. Um, any of that series, honestly, I think my favorite is A Good Day to Die Hard, where you get his son in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, those are what I suggest. I always suggest also going to your local library and borrowing a couple books that you've had on your to-read list but haven't been able to read because you're so busy. Um, Curl up with some hot cocoa, a blanket, your pets. Just read through a bunch of books. Um, Finish off those New Year's resolutions that were, oh, I'm going to read a book a month or whatever. You know, just do it in 12 days of Christmas. There you go, book a day. Anyways, uh, so we will see you all again next semester for our new season of Raving Geeks. Um, but while we are gone, you guys can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Raving Geeks. And you can follow us on TikTok at Raving Geeks. Um, you can comment on our videos, send us messages, um, you know, tell us what you think we should talk about next semester. Um and also, next semester will be my last season with the Geeks, so I will be slowly handing the reins over to Carter. Um, but yeah, so we're excited for to see you all again next semester. So as always, I've been Hope Goodearl along with my co-host. Carter Sally. We hope you all have a great weekie and a great end of year at, uh, at whatever holiday you celebrate and the New Year's. Um, and stay geeky, everyone. See ya. See you guys later.